Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. And Evie, uh, what are we looking at today? We are looking at um, Luke Cage, second season. That's right. Starring Mike Coulter. Mike. Brought to us by showrunner um, Jihodea Coker. I hope I say that right. I'm hoping I'm yeah. right. Uh, so, yeah. Evie, give us the rundown of this series. Oh, sorry, this season, sorry. Okay, of the season, a, rund- a rundown of it. Is Cage um, is like all settled from mm-hmm. the first season. But the second season is how he, you know, uh, he's um, he had a whole uh, bunch of things happen, and now he's just trying to find himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, you know, um, um, yeah, and his and his personality and everything. Um, there's been a change. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's he's not who he is from the first one, but his personality changes. Due to some things uh, in his life, I won't tell you what exactly, mm-hmm. but uh, you'd be shocked. Right, right. Okay, um, let's get into some of the character developments. Uh, well, I'll, okay. I'll just focus mainly on the couple episodes, and then I won't go into the the last few episodes because then I'll give it away too much. Then, yeah. Um, okay. But the first two episodes really sets up kind of foreshadows what happens at the end because as you were alluding to. Uh, he starts to change near the end. Yeah. Okay. And there's, it has to deal, deal a lot with the power vacuum, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, after this takes place after the events of defenders. And so we have Luke, uh, returning back to, uh, Harlem with Claire and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's, they're in a relationship now, you know, they're in love or girlfriend, boyfriend. Uh, but coming back to Harlem and being a free man, no longer in jail. Luke, she wants, she's, uh, Claire is pushing Luke to be more of a hero of Harlem, you know, whereas Luke is more wanting to be just to just be a a, a regular person, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then she's kind of like, I I think she's over pushing her boundaries a little bit because uh, he has unresolved issues with his family, you know, as you know, with his adopted half brother. There was an issue in season one. And then, of course, with his father, who is the catalyst mm-hmm. for that, uh, right. that, that kind of carries over into season two, where uh, his father is a, a minister, and there's some unresolved feelings uh, regarding mm-hmm. uh, with with his mother and regarding you know how his father was an absentee father and, or something to that effect uh, in that. And uh, Claire goes behind his back to get um, to talk to the father, which I think over over I think kind of. You know, like if it's if it's a personal issue, I think I think she's overreaching. Yeah, um, I, I think know. so too. Yeah, the ending of season one, uh, Luke is more powerful than the last one. He's no longer um, uh, a victim of the Judas bullet. He's now his skin is more stronger than before. You know, uh, mm-hmm. he can't he can't get hurt. But we find out there's a character called Cockroach. I think his name is. He yeah. modifies a like six shotguns <laughs> to get into mm-hmm. one one barrel. To, yeah. to shoot Luke, and it causes it doesn't doesn't really again it doesn't break his skin, but it, that that the, the vibration of the shock kind of knocks him down, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, he's also Talker Roach is a I guess a dealer. Also, he's a uh, he abuses his wife and child, and then drunken tirades he's, he's abusing he's mm-hmm. physically harming or a spousal abuse of the family. Luke runs to the rescue, and of course, you, you, seeing your hero, you know, beat up the bad guy is what is a child's 
dream you would you would imagine right but when it's your father you know seeing him being like pummeled by luke it's a different story and, and i think luke lost control yeah you know in in that and then uh similar to like you know daredevil in 2003 with ben affleck when he fights this kid's father too and he goes i'm not the bad guy kid i'm the good guy because um uh, it was a child that stopped makes luke stop from actually hurting or maiming um, the father, cockroach, from doing something really yeah. bad because of anger, which is human. It's, it's a human emotion. You know, you're enraged, but like being a powerful uh, individual, you know, rather than because Luke can actually like, just slap you in your forehead and knock you unconscious. Luke decided just to wail on this guy and, yeah. and really like hurt him, hurt, hurt him really badly. So uh, you know, getting not losing control and not knowing. Um, not knowing when to stop, like fall, yeah. you know, like crossing a line, uh, that was like a kind of a foreshadowing of where we might see Luke in the in the finale. Yeah. You know, uh, another foreshadowing was the introduction of Tilda. Uh, that was uh, Mariah's daughter. We we meet her in this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you were alluding to earlier, uh, Evie, we have a new villain called Bushmaster. You know, uh, Bushmaster uses the herbs from his home country to help enhance his ability to fight. Uh, Luke Cage uh, Childa is a chemist and uh, after being robbed by uh, by the by Bushmaster she refuses to she doesn't reveal um, she was robbed to uh, Luke Cage she held back on it even though she comes across as a victim in the entire for I would say for most of the series she's the victim of circumstances from her mother yeah. with Bushmaster with Luke but rather than telling you know authorities of what this guy did she kept it to herself once she realized what he was coming after so that kind of gives the idea that she may not be 100 percent on the on the level in terms of like revealing what her role will be you know mm-hmm. so uh there are some things in here that's that kind of foreshadows what's to come you know not everybody is what you how they seem to be no one is a, no one's completely innocent of uh, all doing you know um let me ask you one question this is okay there are flashbacks to this um to this uh, show with Bushmaster having a problem with with Mariah Mariah Stokes, yeah, you know, you know. Uh, can you talk to talk to us about what what it is uh, that Bushmaster has against Stokes? Because it's revealed in flashbacks, like when he when his family and her, and her family, not directly because it's not directly against her, but it's like no. what the family did to his family. Um. Okay, um, her her family. Um, hmm, I'm just trying to. Did they have? Was it a rum company they had? Yeah, that a rum company. Was and then rum? um and because he was like a cabana boy. One of the sorry. One of the it's okay. Um, one of the mothers set the other person's mother on fire. Um, burned down their house actually. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because like, he he made it like awfully personal. Like I'm coming to burn them down. Like yeah, I, exactly. I want to burn Mariah Stokes down. Like he was like he kept referring to her as Stokes, not Mariah Dillon. Dillard. Yeah, they got sued. Like they got married and mm-hmm. um, and then they had a falling out. Right. And then um, so so the other person's I guess um, um, matriarch mm-hmm. set their house on fire. 
Oh, okay. Because like it's it's told it's not told in the actual like story as it is. It's told in flashbacks from the ha- from the past. I know. Yeah. So it's, so it's easy to happened. yeah it's easy to miss it if you're not focusing on what the because it's like a brief it's not brief but there's like a section in the middle of in the third I guess the third act where it's right, revealed yeah. and it's like and if you yeah. miss it you miss a whole lot of of that. yeah okay because no because I had trouble under because I think I missed that and I'm like I I think I know what it is but the daughter Tilda. Once she finds the secret, finds out what happened, she becomes totally yeah. on board with, or she's she's sympathetic to what Bushmaster went through. Yeah, and then things start to turn from that point on. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and I'll, I'll leave it so at that's that. That's what happened. Yeah, so I'll leave it at that. So I think that's pretty heavy. Now uh, I, I'm going to say too. Speaking of burning, uh, now uh, Mariah burns somebody in this movie too, in this series too, like really hardcore. She goes, she burns people huh. like in the se- this season. Actually, uh, what happens is that, um, yeah, um, um, didn't uh, Bushmaster, though, mm-hmm. or burn um, uh, Mariah? Uh, no, she didn't. No, he did not burn Mariah. Mariah Mariah's up, up, up and comings comes from somebody else. Okay. But um, I, what, what, what? Okay, so I do know these are the. This is what I can reveal. Um, Shades, who is like Mariah's right hand man, also her, yeah. uh, Mariah's lover, uh, portrays Mariah because uh, right. because she burns somebody. Um, yeah. And I don't mean that metaphor- uh, metaphorically. I mean like literally burn somebody. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, uh, you know, and seeing how like because okay, so Tilda, like the history behind Tilda, and where and what and what caused Mariah to go off on Cottonmouth. Right, okay, is revealed in season two, like, the, right, yeah, like because like when I saw when you watch season one, and like in Mariah, okay, this is this, I'm gonna give one this one thing away. Uh, Mariah kills Cottonmouth in season one, and she she right. goes she goes off on on Cottonmouth, yeah, yeah. but we don't understand like what it we don't know like what it was that made her go like ballistic, like lose her lose her mind, okay. And, um, no, we but we learned that in season two. We learn exactly what it is. That may that that what secret she's harboring that makes her that made her go off to the point where right. she like, she completely like mm-hmm. kills this guy like like viciously. Yeah. Uh, that same darkness, I think, well, kind of is what not only say what leads to it, but the same area of dark that Black Mariah she becomes um, mm-hmm. allows her to uh, light the match, if you will. Okay, um, yeah, 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 to cause that, yeah, like, for sure. you know, and then the secret. Which 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 kind of like ties in with Tilda a little bit. Uh, it's really messed up. Like it's yeah, really, it is. It's really really messed up. Uh, for a person who understands like um, where where her where her pain comes from, okay, in mm-hmm. terms of like the psychological aspect of it. Yeah. Um, how would you diagnose Mariah? Um, or to I mean, just to identify hurts. Is that, is that how you identify, identify it? Yeah. Is? Yeah. Yeah. Her um, uh, childhood, there is stuff that she has to get through mm-hmm. or else she'll stay where she is and not get any better. So there's hope for if she, she, find, if she oh, seeks sure. it out, right? She's not like a lost oh, cause, right? Okay. Right. But yeah. in terms of like healing oneself, there is there's there's a potential for that. Always. Okay. What I love about the show is the writing, because any any loose threads from season one, like anything that was left behind with shades, and what happened on the roof with um, um, 
I forgot who the guy was, but the guy who did the swanton off the roof there in season season one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like what was going on and, and Shades' like involvement and all it was Shades' dealings. It all comes to yeah. head. Like everything Shades ever done, every dealings, whether it's Comanche or um, his time in, yeah. in Seagate, it all all his past sins come. Uh, comes full and, and any things he got away with all the, all the loose, thre- loose threads like it was never mm-hmm. addressed it really doesn't get gets addressed in season two so when I look at season two it's a complete story it, it wraps okay. up yeah. uh, in itself and it wraps up season two season one so I thought in terms of having a two season arc which it ends up being mm-hmm. I thought uh, once season two concludes you have a full uh, a full story I thought that was, yeah, you did. I thought definitely. that was really, really, really good. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, any thoughts for you, like in terms of like the stories or anything like that? Anything that comes up in your mind as the story? Story was amazing. Mm-hmm. I want to see a season three, but I heard that there might not be one. No. Um, do you think they're going to do a, a Luke Cage character in the MCU like series, like or? Because uh, I mean, there's rumors. Uh, the way yeah, I heard that too. There's rumors for Jessica. There's rumors for Jessica Jones, and there's rumors for Daredevil. But like, I don't know. Would you say for Luke Cage? I don't know. Oh, um, so they are going to be a Daredevil. There's going to be a Daredevil one. Uh, rum- right now, rumor is that Charlie Cox might be showing up in Spider-Man. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, because he, because you know, he might need a lawyer. And in the okay. comic books, uh, uh, Matt Murdock was uh, Spider-Man's lawyer. Oh, okay. At one point, at one point. Yeah. Um, but oh, well, so we'll have to see. True. Our our listeners are uh, on social media has left questions for Evie, as we like to refer to it as Ask Evie. Okay. All right. Uh, who do you think is the best villain? The best billion? Villain. Villain? Yeah. <laughs> Not billion, but billion. villain. Yeah. Um, I would say that, honestly... I think it's Spider-Man for me. I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man as a villain? Oh, no, not a... No. It, oh, I'm thinking of uh, Venom, actually. Oh, Venom. Oh, no. Venom. Oh, Venom. Okay. Venom. As a villain? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure. Okay. You know who Venom is. Yeah, I know, I know who Venom is. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that... Okay. Yeah, cool. no, yeah cool. sorry, I just said the wrong thing, my bad. No, it's cool. At least now yeah. I, know, I know what you're referring to. Okay. Yeah, and, that's why I said that, I think. Okay. Anyway. All right, so he's the best villain. So now the second one, believe it or not, is who do you think is the worst villain? Worse than... In the film. Like, like, who, 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 who was the worst... The meanest? Vi- no, like, 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 like who was like, the, like, a, like a stupid villain, like an awful villain to have? Oh, yeah. who did? Okay. Yeah. Um... Um, I think the Joker. Really? Yeah. Which one, though? Uh, the the um Jack Nicholson. Okay. All right. Because I yeah. mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because you know, two two Jokers got Oscar nominations. One Oscars, right? I know. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, who, like. Uh, yeah, no, no. I like. No, I like. I like the. I like the. Um. What's his name? Not Jack Nicholson, but the other one. I forget. He passed away. Oh, that's um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I keep on broke back mountain. Um, that's okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah, who yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, he won it. 
Okay, you won the uh, post, uh, posthumously, posthumously, you won the Oscar. Yeah, posthumously. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. posthumously. Yeah, What's okay. Oh, uh, Keith, Le- Heath Ledger's. Heath, yeah, sorry, that's Heath it. Ledger. He won. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, our, I'll tell you what our fans, your, our, your, my fans, your fans have written. They, they gave, um, actually, there's, they gave a top three. Uh, the top three are, is the Enchantress from Suicide Squad as being one of the worst villains. Okay. Because all she wow. did was like, like lock, lock and bop, you know. Uh, Malaketh from Dark World. Okay. And Mysterio, because the, the drones concept was bad. Mm, okay. So that was there. That was the top three from, given to given to us from the uh, from Melissa. Okay. But yours is cool. um, uh, was it was it Heath? That no, wasn't Heath Ledger. It was um, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. I would have gone if I had to choose a, a bad Joker out of all of them. I would choose a Cesar Romero from sixties oh, okay. Batman. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think. Oh, okay. Well, that ends for our fans. So thanks. That was Ask Evie. So Evie, thank you. And our fans, thank you. Okay, so next we're going to go into our email bag. Buford, mailbag song. Hit it! Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Pinder Mm -hmm. from Poxitawney, Pennsylvania, says, I hated it. (laughs) That's right. Our friend Pinder. Okay. Next, we have uh, Thomas S. from Newark, New Jersey. And Thomas writes, Season 1 started off well, then towards the end, it ended up halfway through Season 2. It took a turn for the worse. Too many storylines. I just didn't care. The Dillard family included, and the characters that weren't worthy of attention. I don't even know how they wanted us to feel about Mariah and her arc. And what's with Misty's partner? Terrible acting. I thought he, uh, he was the director, so he gave himself a part, but no. At times, I felt like I was watching a network crime drama complete with excessive filler scenes and bad acting. The series didn't uh, sorry the series didn't need uh, nearly so many episodes. The worst sin in my mind for TV is wasting the viewer's time. It ain't all bad, but not en- but not good enough. Um, I'm going to agree a little bit. I think sometimes they stretch out 13 episodes and they could cut it down. Uh, yeah, that's I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. I mean, even like the best shows like Punisher, uh, they could have cut down at least or trim out two episodes from the whole equation, and yeah. it, it would have worked. Okay, so uh, Evie, who's next? Um, okay, it's uh, Nigel Ming from Scarborough, Ontario, who writes, just like the first season, it was awesome. Oh, nice. Short, simple, to the point. Okay, and finally, we have Jeremy S. from Niagara Falls, USA. And Jeremy S. writes, Season 2 was difficult to make it through up... Am I reading? I'm reading like I'm dyslexic, sorry. (laughs) Season 2 was difficult to make it through, up until the last three or four episodes, where it really took off. Wasn't into the storyline, and this season just didn't seem to really catch you and rope you in. Took me several months and had to stop and restart it multiple times before I really finally got into it. Uh, sorry, when I finally made it through, you know what? I understand how that how you feel. Like sometimes there's a show where it's just hard to digest a couple episodes or even the opening or whatever, and it's just you, you yeah. have to stop. You know, um, and yeah, I can understand how that kind of how that kind of feels. 
All right, and last but not least, I'm going to do my countdown of the top five MCU movies. Uh, I have 23 films that's been out so far to this date. Here are my top five. Beginning at number five. New York. Washington, D.C. Sokovia. Okay, that's enough. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own. Captain America Civil War. Okay. At number at number four. They joined SHIELD to protect people. Captain. To build a better world sometimes means tearing the old one down. And that makes enemies. Are you ready for the world to see you as you really are? Look out the window. You know how the game works. Disorder, war. All it takes is one step. We're gonna neutralize a lot of threats before they even happen. Thought the punishment usually came after the crime. Shield takes the world as it is, not as we'd like it to be. This isn't freedom. This is fear. You need to keep both eyes open. Captain America Winter Soldier. At number three, there was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. So when we needed them, they could fight the battles that we never could. Gentlemen, what are you prepared to do? Avengers, the original uh, 2012 movie. Mm -hmm. Number two. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives. Avengers Infinity War, and at number one. This thing on? Hey, Miss Potts. If you find this recording, don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't. Cool. Yep. So uh, those awesome. are my those are my uh, cool. top five. So you and I were pretty much on the same notes when it comes to the top two and game and Infinity yeah. War go hand in hand. So yeah, uh, you were that was cool. your so that's cool. All right. Well, that ends our show. So Evie, like always, 
How can they reach us? Um, Twitter mm-hmm. and our email. Right. And on our website. Perfect. And that's at the Pantheon of M.com. All right. So with that, I will say thank you and we'll talk to you next time. Yo, I'm Luke Cage. You want to test me? You know where to find me. Ooh, got it all, man. Everybody talking about Luke Cage like he's Jesus. Alem is mine. Damn. Hate to see such a positive brother like Luke Cage go down like that. He hurts you. You're not invulnerable, Luke. Anyone who can take you on barehanded can't be good for Harlem. I gotta find him. Fishmaster, what makes him so scary? We hope you never have to find out. It's a bush mess, and I'm coming.